My dear boys and girls, welcome back to this brand new episode on your favorite podcast, Once Upon a Time with Uttara. We are in the midst of the story of Yash and the magic chair where the young boy finds himself stuck in the past in the year 1783 with the mission of protecting a young and brave boy called Suraj. According to history books, Suraj had been accused of being a thief and a pirate, which was not correct. It was up to Yash to find a way to protect him. And that too, in less than 24 hours. Let's find out if Yash is able to complete his mission and able to return home to his own time using the magic chair. Yash and Suraj had entered the city. Suraj was in disguise, dressed as a sadhu or a holy man. He had invited Yash to join his growing group of boys who fought against the pirates, stole from them and returned looted money and riches to the poor townspeople. Yash had agreed because he wanted to stay close to Suraj as he expected the boy to be captured the very next day. The two boys walked a long way to the other end of the town till they reached a warren of narrow and confusing lanes. Suraj seemed to know his way around, but Yash was soon confused. If he hadn't held on to the older boy's shirt, he would have surely got lost. Suraj was going to their secret hideout, where his most trusted friend, Pinaki, lived. They always held their meetings there, where it was almost impossible for the evil king's pirates and thieves to find them. Suraj told Yash that Pinaki was a brave boy and had joined Suraj right from the beginning. He had lost his parents at the hands of the pirates and had sworn to avenge their death. Pinaki had a younger sister who was the apple of his eye and he wanted to make the world a better and a safer place for her to grow up. Finally, after walking for a long time, Suraj came to a halt in front of a small red door. He asked Yash to stay back while he knocked on the door with a secret rat-tat, rat-tat, rat-tat-tat code winking at Yash. But as soon as Suraj knocked, the door was flung open and two hefty pirates pounced on Suraj, pinning the boy down. Yash recognized one of them as being the man who had chased after him on the beach. Yash pressed into a narrow lane just out of sight of the two evil men as they clamped a firm hand over Suraj's mouth and dragged him away. There would not be much point in getting caught himself. How would he be able to save Suraj then? As Yash looked on, the large man slung Suraj easily over his shoulder and they walked away. After a few minutes, judging things to be safe, Yash went to the red door and peeked inside. He saw four boys, who he assumed were part of Suraj's group, tied up and lying on the floor. Another boy was curled up against the wall and a little girl was sitting next to him, sobbing her heart out. Yash assumed that this was Pinaki and his sister. Pinaki had been beaten badly by the king's pirates to get information about Suraj. Yash quickly called out to all the boys and told them that he was Suraj's friend. 
They didn't believe him at first, but he explained how he had been saved by Suraj on the beach earlier. Once he had untied all of them and helped to put ointment on their wounds, they sat down to discuss their next steps. Poor Pinaki had been followed by the evil king's soldiers and pirates when he had gone to the market earlier that day. They had barged into the tiny house, beaten and tied them up and waited until Suraj showed up. Suraj's trial would be held the next morning in the main town square, followed immediately by the boy's punishment. They all expected that the king would try to put Suraj to death as he wanted to make an example out of the boy. He was too courageous, too generous and too kind for the king's liking. Yash realized that the opportunity to save Suraj would be the next morning. He sat down with a group of boys and started to devise a plan. More members of their gang soon joined them at the safe house and they all listened to Yash and agreed to work with him. The next morning at dawn, Yash and the boys hid in their agreed locations all around the town square. There were more than 25 of them and they all knew the parts that they had to play. Many townspeople started trickling in. Everyone was upset about Suraj's capture and wanted to protest against it. The big pirate dragged Suraj into the town square where he was put on a small raised platform so that all the people could see him. He had obviously been beaten and had bruises all over his body. But he still gave everyone a smile and bowed to them. They all clapped and cheered for Suraj to show him their support. But now, it was time for the king and his small team of evil and greedy ministers to come. They entered the main stage and sat down while the people booed them. But it didn't seem to bother them one bit. They knew that they had managed to capture the rebel leader and would soon be sentencing him and getting rid of him forever. The minister read out the charges that had been filed against Suraj. All untrue. Theft, piracy, harming public property, stealing from the common people. Basically, it was a list of all the things that the king and his evil pirate looters were actually doing and were blaming on Suraj. The people of the town shouted and protested, but it was of no use. And then it was time for the punishment to be announced. The king stood up and cleared his throat. The large pirate and his gang of evildoers stood up right next to the king and threatened the townspeople until everyone was quiet. The king announced that Suraj was an evil boy who would be put to death that very morning and was just about to walk off the stage when a strange thing happened. A loud cackling laughter was heard from just below the podium. <laughs> the king jumped up in surprise and everyone looked scared. Suddenly, a voice boomed out. You are all doomed! This town is doomed! 
king is evil and is lying. Punish him now, or you are all forever doomed. Protect Suraj. He is true and honest, or you are all doomed. As soon as the voice stopped, the members of Suraj's team, who were hidden all over the place, shouted loudly and jumped upon the pirate guards, tying them up with thick, sturdy lengths of rope and pinning them down to the ground. They had been positioned all over the place and called out for help to the common people standing there. The people gladly rushed forward to help the brave boys and teach the evil pirates and thieves a lesson, while Pinaki and four others climbed onto the platform and tied the evil but cowardly king up with ropes. Suraj was freed and the townspeople raised a big cheer for him. The voice came from below the podium again. Well done! You must punish the greedy king and the ministers and the pirates. But people beware, it is easy to become greedy. You must all make sure that this town is ruled and protected by honest and hard-working people who will ensure peace and prosperity. Let Suraj and his friends help to do that. A cheer went up from all the people around and Suraj and his group of boys were all hoisted up onto the platform. His work successfully completed, Yash quietly climbed out from under the platform, tucking his mobile phone back into his pocket. It had a special voice-changing program and a very loud speaker. He had recorded these messages the previous night and had transformed them into the scary voice that had blasted out of his phone. That's how he had been able to save Suraj and his whole gang. He had not shared the secret with anyone as this was technology from the future. And now that Suraj was safe and had been proved innocent, it was time for Yash to head back home. It would be impossible to explain these things to Suraj and so Yash decided to just leave things the way they were. He walked back quickly to the beach where the magic chair was exactly where he had last seen it. It shimmered and vibrated as if happy and as Yash climbed up the four steps and sat on the seat, he could feel himself transported through time back to his own. When he opened his eyes, he was back on his familiar beach with his house standing right where it was supposed to be. He climbed down from the chair and rushed home. But rather than go to bed, he went on to the internet to search for his town's history. And children, do you know, he found that the history books had changed. Suraj and his friends had actually become the council members for the town and had managed and protected the town well. The king and his group of evil men had been banished and sent away and the entire town had become happy and prosperous. Yash was glad of the changes he had helped to create in history and how 
he had protected an innocent boy from being punished but now he felt a huge yawn coming and crashed into bed dreaming of a future where the past was different i hope you enjoyed the story children would you like to listen to more stories about the magic chair who knows this time it might travel into the future send me a message and do let me know i hope to see you back for the next episode on your favorite podcast once upon a time with uttara until then take care and bye bye